You're listening to Colorado Sportscast Podcast. This is the Mortcast featuring Jeff Morton. Now, here's your host, me. What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining me on this latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. Uh, I am your host, Jeff Morton, of course. And this episode, this little uh, episode of CSG is coming so quickly after the last one that I recorded um, because I have some things to get off my chest after I watched the Nuggets' really pathetic display on uh, Sunday night against the Washington Wizards. And I'm going to focus on a couple of things that have really, really been bugging me lately. And it kind of culminated um, with the game last night. And I think we're, I'm going to start here um, with about two minutes left in the game last night. Nikola Jokic, uh, who'd been getting fouled a lot uh, last night, uh after he was basically Bobby Portis jumped on his back um, and kind of bear hugged him, did the whole piggyback thing, um, and no foul was called, uh, Jokic lost it and got two tees real quick. And basically, if you Jokic had tied the game, um, you could say that that really, and I and I, I know you could say that the Nuggets' offensive struggles, and I'll, and I'll get to those later. But really, truly, that is what cost the Nuggets the game. You can draw a direct line to them losing the game and that moment where the game was tied and Jokic lost it. They went immediately down two and never came back and then didn't, didn't score another point. And that was a uh, the moment where things went awry. Um, and honestly, this is the third ejection of Nikola Jokic this year. And uh, I defended him on the last uh, ejection because Tony Brothers uh, has a his- history with Nikola Jokic, and I I think that I don't I don't blame him necessarily for his reaction that game, um, and uh, that was against the Pacers. I was there. I saw what was going on. It was a little different. This game. I mean, let's throw out Bobby Portis' comments about getting guys out of their game by being uh, physical with them. Because, you know, you could apply that to pretty much everyone. People say, oh, no, this is the key to unlock Nicole. No. Uh, You could say that about every single freaking player in the NBA. It's the same playbook for everyone. It's just, let's stop with the notion that he uh, is imparting some knowledge that no one knew before. That is not true. What is true is Nikola Jokic needs to grow the fuck up. And it, this has been an issue with him for his entire career. And it's something that, honestly, and I'm sorry about using the, the strong language here, but it's the truth. Um, he cannot explode like that. He cannot react like a like what really amounts to a baby every time this stuff happens. Yes, they should be calling fouls. Yes, you can be frustrated. But with two minutes left in the game, a game that you had just tied with a basket, you cannot explode and come unglued 
and basically dare the ref to give you two technicals. I don't care who you think you are. I don't care if you're Michael Jordan. I don't care if you're Cody, Kobe Bryant. Like, sometimes a ref will hold off on some players, and yes, there's star treatment and all that shit, but you can not do that with two minutes left in the game. You just can't. And the fact that Nikola Jokic didn't even think about it or he'd let his frustrations get to be- the better of him is a sign that he needs to grow the F up. And quite frankly, I have zero sympathy for him in that situation. I don't. Yeah, you could be upset. And quite frankly, he was. He had his nose bloodied. He uh, basically was beat up the entire game. And uh, obviously that got to him, the culmination of which was his uh, explosion at the end. And quite frankly, that is... Uh, Something that everyone can understand frustration, but and not everyone can understand coming unglued and costing your team a game, which is what he did. And that, my friends, is the biggest, and hopefully this is the biggest wake-up call Nikola Jokic can have, is that he can understand that he cost his team this game, and he can come out and rather than be mopey, which he has a tendency to be, Rather than be mopey, rather than do all of that, he can come out and become even more determined and say, you know what, I'm not going to let the lack of foul calls get to me anymore. He could say that. And you know what, I hope he does. Um, Now, I'm going to throw this out here, and I'm going to probably be one of the few people who say this. Having Nikola Jokic's brothers down there near the sideline um, doesn't help things in the emotion category, particularly at home. Um, His brothers don't need to be down there getting into it with various other opposing players. Um, Obviously, I think he hears them, and I think it influences his emotions. His brothers need to cool it, too. Nemanja and Stryanya both need to cool it. Because they obviously have a great impact on his life. And you know what? He needs to not be constantly seeing his brothers flying off the effing handle every single time something happens. It doesn't help stuff. And obvious, and I think, honestly, if they would do a great service to Nikola Jokic if they sat on their hands or went up to a box... Went up to or went to the family room in the back area of Pepsi Center to watch the game because it is not helping things. And you don't need your brothers going out there, getting into confrontations with uh, opposing teams' players and obviously screaming every time there's stuff going on. You just can't have that. It's, it's, it's not productive, and they need to realize this. And I hope, I hope someone is getting to them and to explaining this to them. Now, that's the Nikola Jokic part of this. Now, Michael Malone, you're going to think, how could you be giving Michael Malone any sort of crap because of this? This is Nikola Jokic's fault. Um, Malone has a couple of crutches. And there are things that, as a young coach, he needs to work on. And there's things that I think if he looks at things, he will understand that he needs to handle it a bit differently. Um, A great example of a player, a coach defending a player, uh, quite frankly, there's no better coach in NBA history at defending players or working refs than Phil Jackson. 
Um, if Kobe Bryant had a game where he felt that he was being fouled too much, Phil Jackson would come out through the media, risk getting fined 50 grand, and criticize the officiating. It's part of the game. It's part of the politics of the game. I don't need to hear uh, Michael Malone coming out in every press conference saying, I don't want to get fined. I need him to come out and say, I'm going to protect my player. And that, I think, is one of the missing pieces that has, that has been happening with Michael Malone. And I've noticed this, and I've held my tongue on this for a while. But in, in the God's honest truth, Michael Malone has a tendency to go right to the edge and stop. And where he needs to just, you, if you go that far, you might as well keep going. Um, no one's going to advocate getting fined, and getting fined a bunch of money is uh, painful, and I'm sure he has no desire to be docked that much pay. Um, it, it's, it's, there's a reason the NBA fines people. They don't want you to do it. However, if you're going to protect your player, protect your player. Don't say, I don't want to get fined. Say, I'm going to protect my player. Veteran coaches will do that, and I think now you have it's if you have a superstar or you guys think you have a, a, a guy on your team that could be a superstar, you got to start treating him like that, and you got to start risking getting fined. Because in the grand scheme of things, Jokic needs protection from his coach. And not yelling during a game, I mean, there was a there was like what was it last year where Malone basically got Jokic thrown out of a game because Jokic was reacted to him on the court. That's different. This is he needs to not to don't go out there and don't go get thrown out of the game. Even though uh, um, Wes Unsell Jr. has proven himself to be a great uh, sub coach when Malone gets thrown out. Um, what needs to happen is Malone needs to come out after the game and protect his player. Obviously, Nikola Jokic messed up yesterday, and I just talked about that. But it's not in the coach's best interest to let the crap that goes on keep happening. On the other flip side of the issue is that Nikola Jokic is getting officiated differently than other star players. This is becoming extremely apparent, and it's becoming up to a point. And this is why this is why he is getting officiated differently. I, in my view, is that he is for all the talk of Nikola Jokic being a different sort of big man. He is big, and he can play the post. Big guys in the post get fouled a lot, and when you get down there a lot. Uh, Officials, for whatever reason, don't treat you like they would a wing player. They figure this guy can take I think it's just a subconscious thing. They figure this guy can take it. This guy can take this beating for whatever it is. And they let a bunch of crap get away. I mean, the NBA changed the entire fundamental part of the game by altering rules because of Shaquille O'Neal. All right, and think of think of how I mean. As much as people complain that Shaq was too physical and all that, think of how many times Shaq got fouled and it wasn't called. It's a ton. It was a ton. That's the nature of being in the post. Well, you don't have many post players anymore. Post players are 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 just 
a part that the NBA legislated out of the game. Nikola Jokic, as much as he's a great passer and can do all this stuff, he can play the post better than most NBA players. In fact, I would say uh, better than 90% of them. That includes uh, Joel Embiid. Because Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid is a face-the-basket kind of player. Nikola Jokic is behind, the behind you know, facing away from the basket, back you down, and uh, give you the drop step and go up. And Nikola Jokic is getting that Patrick Ewing drop step going. Um, there is something different about the way the NBA officials uh, do that with someone. And Phil Jackson would go out there and protect, protect his player. He'd go out there and protect Shaq. He would go out and say, this is what's happening and the risk being fined. And you know what? He would take the fine, but it would have an effect on the game. <clears throat> Michael Malone, for whatever reason, always says, I don't want to get fined. Stop saying that. Get fined. Protect your player. Because as much as I think that Nikola Jokic was, needs to grow up and handle things better, uh, and his brothers need to stop making him overly emotional. Um, the, on the flip side of that is, quite frankly, Michael Malone needs to protect his players when he knows that they are being treated differently than other star players. It needs to, it needs to happen. And something needs to be said. You cannot just let it slide. And I think, I think that's where a part where Malone it just doesn't get it. He doesn't understand it yet, and he will. I think it's a part of the part of the uh, evolution of being a coach and someone, a coach who really intrinsically is as young as as uh, Michael Malone is. One other point: the ten point fourth third quarter that the the Denver Nuggets had was a combination of players a being tired, which is a bad sign. Uh, B, it's a, an example of players um, taking an opponent for granted, which obviously they did. And C, it's an example of a team that is too controlled and needs to loosen up. Um, and that's where another thing with I'm going to come back to Michael Malone from. There needs to be a little less control going on, and there needs to be a little more having fun. They just are, they're constantly worried about turnovers. They're constantly worried about milking the clock until they get a good shot. They're constantly worried about these things like that. And then when what happens is you end up just taking a bunch of threes, and that is exactly what happened against the Washington Wizards is the Nuggets just stopped moving and they were more worried about not turning the ball over and doing all that stuff. And then that what happened was they took just a bunch, chucked a bunch of shots. You know, it was a combination of a lot of things, but the Nuggets, and this is falls on Michael Malone. He needs to loosen them up. They're tight. He needs to loosen all of them up. And I don't know how he's going to do it, but maybe some of it is he needs to, to loosen himself up. This team is really influenced by its coach, and they, he need, they need desperately to be loosened up. Someone needs to pull the stick out, because right now, this team is tighter than a drum. 
tighter than a drum. And this, then the Nuggets just have, they've gone through this thing where they've won because they're a better team. And it was the only reason they won a game. They didn't win because they were executing. They won because they were just simply better than the other team. Out bettering a team is only going to get you so far, right? So what they need to do is come back, come back to where they began at the beginning of the year and understand that they have an ability to be a great offensive team and a good defensive team and be that. Because right now, they're just kind of tight. They're kind of playing out the string. And honestly, that's just going to kill them in the playoffs. And it's going to kill them when they get to the playoffs. There's a lot of teams, this, things this Nuggets team needs to straighten up. And these are the things that I've looked at and I've seen that, that they need to just adjust. But God damn it, Michael Malone needs to get out and just protect Nikola Jokic. That is what coaches do. All right. And maybe that will start having an effect on the way he is officiated. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But you got to do it regardless. So rant over. Okay. Thank you all for joining me now. And uh, you never know. Maybe there will be another uh, Mortcast here coming real quick. So I'll be talking to you all later. Bye.